One more item. Here's something a lot of us have in common. Broken appliances. Broken air conditioner. Broken down heating system. Broken down washer dryer. Broken down refrigerator. And if you're a homeowner, you know just how expensive it is to get one of those things fixed, let alone what happens if more than one appliance breaks down at the same time. Well, if you're a homeowner, you can get all of your appliances on a warranty plan that guarantees protection for all of your home appliances in case they break down. And best of all, it will only cost you about a dollar a day. Call the Home Service Club at 800-264-3168, 800-264-3168. The call is free, and if you're one of the first 25 callers, your first month membership in the Home Service Club will also be free. Home Service Club, warranty plan, Guarantees protection for all of your appliances for less than a dollar a day. 800-264-3168. 800-264-3168. Hi, this is Penny Pizer, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Ed Roberts with a reminder that James DeMott will join us later on in this hour. We'll be able to stay tuned for that. In the meantime, Tony Figueroa and Donna Allen are with us via Zoom along with our guest this segment, Hank Garrett. Hank Garrett, the actor known around the world as Officer Nicholson on Car 54, Where Are You? And a man who has worked with such legends as Tony Bennett, Count Basie, Duke Ellington, Sophia Loren, James Coburn, Kirk Douglas, Hector Elizondo, Charlie Sheen, Peter Falk, Robert Redford, James Earl Jones, and too many others to mention. Hank's memoir, From Harlem Hoodlum to Hollywood Heavyweight, is available from Britain Publishing. You can also find it at Amazon.com, wherever books are sold online. You can follow Hank Garrett on Facebook. You mentioned you started wrestling when you were 16. You learned the martial arts when you were a young man. I think you started learning the martial arts like when you were 10 or 11. Yeah, 11 years old. A, a gentleman came through the neighborhood by the name of Min Pai. He was from Korea, and he was teaching kids uh, martial arts hoping to get the older people or the relatives or friends to take lessons, paid lessons. He did not charge the kids. So I, when I first thought, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll learn this. And what is it? And he said, Taekwondo Hapkido. I'll learn that. I'll make me a better street fighter. <laughs> and he said, no, then you cannot train here yeah. because I do not teach street fighters. And, would, and I learned that the first couple of meetings learned respect and humility. And it was, wow, what an eye-opener that was. But I, yes, I, I studied Taekwondo Hapkido. I wound up with doing karate and also judo jiu-jitsu, a lot of other martial arts forms. In fact, today I'm considered a grandmaster. Uh, and it was, oh, what a life change. I think it's safe to say, Hank, that Min Tai was one of those many angels that we talked about in our open. Oh, yes. Oh, hadn't even thought about him uh, that way. But mm -hmm. yes, you're absolutely right. Angels come to you in a really strange, unknown way. Oh. And how my life changed so drastically when I met Sammy Davis Jr. 
I was brought to Sammy Davis Jr. by a man who was the mayor of Harlem. And it came to me because my mother and father were fruit and vegetable peddlers with a push cart. Mm -hmm. I was born quite late in life to them. And they didn't have time for me. They, I was an accident. And, oh boy, they worked 15, 16 hours a day just to make enough money to pay the rent and, and food. So I was on the street. I was on living on the street. In fact, I slept in cardboard boxes a number of times. And myself and a friend of mine named George Washington Jr., we would, were, all the kids went home at one point. We had no home to go to. We lived on the street. And a man came to me uh, one day. He was a customer of my mom, this mayor of Harlem, and who I had been a band leader. Mm -hmm. And he said to me, your mother wants me to take you out. And I thought, when you tell somebody in New York I'm taking you out, it means I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I said, look at this. My mother put a contract out on me. <laughs> so he said, no, no, no. I'm taking you to someplace. Um, do you have a suit? He was very curt. You know, in fact, he slapped a cigarette out of my mouth at one point. And I, I was going to throw a shot at him. And he, two huge mountains came toward me. They were his bodyguards. And I backed away. And he said, you got a suit. He said, before you put the suit on tonight, man, take a bath. And I thought, oh, oh I'm going to get this guy. I swear I'm getting this guy one time. Well, he took me to the Apollo Theater. And there were hundreds of people milling around. And I looked at the marquee and it said Sammy Davis Jr. I didn't know too much about Sammy Davis. I'd heard the name. Well, he took me to Sammy Davis's dressing room. Just walked right in and he, the mayor said, this is the kid I've been telling you about. And he said, hey, how you doing? I said, okay. I said, sit down. I sat down. He said, you're a tough guy. I said, well, you have to be. He said, no, 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 tough guy. You're a tough guy. And you're going to wind up with a lot of broken bones and scars. And he said, and I, what I heard about you, you're either going to go to prison or you're going to die. I said, that's it? And he was so right. At 12, I had a gun in my pocket, a 25 caliber pistol. And we talked, and I'm, now I'm getting scared. I'm getting scared. The facade was starting to crack. Oh, he got me a job with an African-American band. I was a band boy. Mm -hmm. And I said, what's a band boy? And they said, you put the music out, the proper music for each musician. At the end of the gig, you collect all the stuff in its right position, put it in this envelope, put the envelope in this bag, in this, this box. I said, that's it. He said, yeah, that's it. That's cool. He said, we're going to be at the Teresa Hotel. I show up. 
I'm dressed in my suit. End of the gig. Lucky Millinder, the band leader, hands me fifty dollars. Wow. And I went, Wow. He said, Get yourself some new kicks shoes. My shoes were torn to shreds. Mm -hmm. At one point the sole of the shoe was held together with the rest of the shoe with a big rubber band. And I bought a pair of four shine shoes for fifteen dollars. And gave my mother the 35, more money than she had seen in Lord knows how long. And that was the start. Well, 20 some odd years later, I, Tony Bennett's opening act. And in the audience, opening night at the Sands, Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, Peter Lawford, and Sammy Davis Jr. Wow. Sitting ringside. I, I finish my spot. Frank gives me a standing ovation. And everybody in the audience stood up. Frank stands up, the world stands up. Yeah. <laughs> and Frank, you know, and Sam came back to me and he stood, he said hello to Tony. But then he looked at me and said, you're a funny cat. I said, thank you. He said, uh, I, look, man, I know you from somewhere. You look so familiar. And I said, Sam, I'm the kid that you said was going to go to prison or die. And he said, that's you? I said, <laughs> who, wow. who, was stood, who stood there and cried. Wow. We held each other and sobbed. So that God's angel, Sammy Davis Jr. In fact, I go to prisons and I speak to kids that are age 11 to 17 that are incarcerated. Mm -hmm. And Deanna Marie Smith, my, my manager, she was able to set this up. And I go and I talk to the kids and I tell them, I was there, just where you're seated right now. I was there. And God sent me an angel, and there's an angel out there for each and every one of you. But you've got to be ready to hear with your ears and your heart. I got letters from every one of these kids. And they all said, Mr. Garrett, Sammy Davis Jr. was your angel. You're our angel. Great. Wow. Pull me away. What's the best way for people to reach you, Hank, if they have a group that they would like you to speak before? That probably will be my email. It's hank.garrett at yahoo.com. Hank? Garrett at yahoo.com. Hank's memoir, From Harlem Hoodlum to Hollywood Heavyweight, is available in paperback and as an ebook through Britain Publishing, B R I T O N, Britain Publishing. You can also find it Amazon.com and other online retailers. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Want to ask, want to ask one more question about Sammy? Um, yes. I've been told that Sammy. I mean, there, there are a lot of performers when they rehearse 
on a scale of one to ten, they might they might perform like at a seven because they want to reserve that energy for you know showtime. I've been told that Sammy never did that. Sammy always performed at a ten. He always hit the high notes in rehearsal because he knew no other way. He gave you a hundred percent. And when I first saw Sam uh, at the Apollo. He did everything on stage. He was on stage for over two hours. He sang. He danced. He played every instrument in the orchestra. And he would come off soaking wet and say, okay, let's go party. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. I'm exhausted watching you. Yeah. <laughs> You're talking about let's go party? Are you sure you said party, not potty? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oh, my God, what what a human being. Oh. And the fun, the terrible thing, I was, I was at his home a few times, and some people, his close friends of his, stole from him. Oh. Mm. They went up into his bedroom and they held themselves to his per, to his jewelry and oh my god! Yeah, I got into a hassle with somebody and uh, uh, yeah, I, I came close <laughs> beating him to a, a frazzle. Uh, anyway, well, I saw him grabbing Sammy's jewelry and I said, "You're his, you're his close friend, man. What are you doing?" And he said, "Mind your business, man." And I said, this is my business. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> uh, every once in a while, the, the tough guy jumps out. Well, yeah, you it you have to. You protect those who help you. And Sammy was good. Sa- Sammy was good to you. It is good karma to be good to Sammy. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Sammy was also very talented with quick draw, and I understand that was one of your hobbies, too. <laughs> I started the quick draw because I because of Sam. Uh, I, I thought I was pretty good. In fact, there was a club in New York, a quick draw club that I joined, and I was doing okay. Now, I'm in Vegas, and Sammy's doing an exhibition, and he knew that I had been practicing quick draw. He said, uh, come on, man, get up on stage. You, you got your ring? And I said, uh, uh, no, I don't care. We said, oh, I'll give you one of mine. I could put his, you know, his, 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 his waist was the size of my wrist. So they get me a, a ring, and uh, yeah, I'm practicing, and I'm ready. Okay, we go. Now, Sam had two guns. I'm using the one pink one gun, and we used a timer. And as soon as that bell we went, you put your hands on the trigger of the timer, and you lift it, it started the clock. Now, as soon as that bell rang, you draw and fire. Rang, I hear boop, boop, and he, I see him, I'm reaching, and he shot me twice. With both guns. And I, I said, uh, Sam, anytime you're ready. <laughs> and I just shot him twice. 
I said, uh, well, well, that's not fair. I have only one gun. <laughs> we had a wonderful time together. Oh, man. I miss now, I'm, I'm loving the New York stories. Uh, there was one story you told me several years ago about when uh, you and the cast of Car 54 appeared in the Macy's Parade. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. We were the only vehicle that broke down. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now, here we are, the cast of Car 54, where are you pushing the, the vehicle? <laughs> And they said, these guys are for real. <laughs> In fact, when I, when I had the audition to, to meet Matt Hyken, who created Car 54, and the Martha Ray show, and mm -hmm. then so many other things, mm -hmm. a friend of mine uh, was a comic, and his wife was Matt Hyken's secretary. She got me the audition. Well, I sit down, Matt Hyken kind of soft-spoken, very, very introverted. And he looked at me and said, you're Ed Nicholson. And I said, no, I'm Hank Garrett. He said, just the kind of dummy I'm looking for. <laughs> Ed Nicholson is the character I want you to play. I know you're Hank Garrett. <laughs> I went, oh, dear God. He said, you got the job if you're that dumb. I need you for the show. <laughs> so that's how I got Car 54. Where are you? Nipsey Russell was on Car 54, wasn't he? Yes, he was responsible for my be my appearing at the Apollo Theater. I was the first white comedian to do the Apollo because of Nipsey. Nipsey was a wonderful comedian. He would work the club in Harlem called the Baby Grand. And he had been there for 16 years as the house MC, And he, he wrote material all the time. And he was a brilliant guy, a World War II vet, and uh, he, he, another angel. Yeah, you're right. I was surrounded by them. Nipsey Russell and Sammy Davis Jr. were just two of the angels who helped Hank Garrett throughout his life, particularly during his formative years as a comedian and in the case of Sammy Davis Jr. As a youngster, Hank shares these stories and more in his memoir, From Harlem Hoodlum to Hollywood Heavyweight, which is available as an ebook and in paperback through Britain Publishing. You can also find Hank's memoir at Amazon.com, wherever books are sold online. Hank will be back next week for part two of our conversation, among other things. Hank will share some memories about working with Larry Storch. Larry Storch, another angel who helped Hank early in his career. We'll also talk about working with James Earl Jones in the CBS series Paris, as well as the famous fight sequence between Robert Redford and Hank in Three Days of the Condor. That is coming up next week on TV Confidential. In the meantime, you can follow Hank Garrett on Facebook, if you have a group that you would like Hank to speak before, you can contact Hank via email, hank.garrett at yahoo.com. Take a quick timeout, then James DeMott will join us when we come back on TV Confidential.
Attention real estate investors. Do you need cash immediately? If you own one or multiple rental properties, you can use your equity to get cash out fast. The best part is we don't need tax returns or even a good credit score. At America's Loan Source, we are not a bank and we don't have bank rules. We make the decisions to loan you money and there's no limit how much we can give you. Some clients have gotten as much as $500,000 or more within days. Use the money any way you want. If you own one rental property or a hundred and COVID has left you in a cash crunch, we can help you turn your equity into fast cash. Call now for details and close in as little as 10 days and get the cash you need. 800-475-4261-800-475-4261-800-475-4261-That's 800-475-4261. Alexa users, you can now listen to TV Confidential on your smart speaker by just saying, Alexa, play TV Confidential. Enabling our Alexa skill is easy. To find out how, go to televisionconfidential.com slash Alexa. Hello, this is Robert Wagner, and you are listening to TV Confidential. 45 years of the Rockford Files, revised third edition. The complete history of the Rockford Files on television, now completely updated with more than 20 new interviews, additional photographs, and a whole lot more. 45 Years of the Rockford Files, available now at rockford45.com, rockford45.com. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential x.com forward slash tv confidential or at tv confidential on instagram and if you're listening to us on the tv confidential podcast please be sure to hit the subscribe button this portion of tv confidential is brought to us by our friends at front porch realty the community of realtors in the northern bay area of california that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in northern california call karen strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.